Welcome back to Watered Wednesdays. Hello, hello, my name is Allie. Hey guys, I'm Catherine over here. We got voices, we got words, we got sentences, we got treats for you. Happy Wednesday, we're glad you're here. Um, we're gonna we're gonna do two hot seat questions to start us off. Um, Catherine, the first hot seat question I have for you is, what is your favorite Adam Sandler movie? Okay, so I do think I have two. I'm not the biggest Adam Sandler fan in the whole world. Um, not that I don't like him, but he's just not like, I don't know. He's not one of my top actors, I guess you could say. Sure. Um, but I do like Billy Madison a lot. <laughs> I mean, that's just a classic. Right. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Sometimes I watch it back and it's like weird to me too. I don't know. <laughs> but I do like it. And then I also like Click. Ooh, yeah, that one was real good. Yeah, it has a good message to it. It does. Oh, that's true. I kind of forgot about that one. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that one made me cry. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure that I got a bit emotional at the end of that one. Um, Funnily enough, I was um showering yesterday, and I was randomly quoting Billy Madison, and I was like, shampoo goes on first to clean the hair. Conditioner oh. is better. You know what I'm talking about? Yes classic line yeah I was like what that just randomly popped in my head I was like what and then Jason oh oh I was gonna say Jason was like we were talking about what we want to do today and I was like can we watch an Adam Sandler movie I've just some like in this weird Adam Sandler mood I don't even know what that means but I did read an article that um like why he and Jen Aniston are like such good friends like they're BFFs and I just love like reading about that especially because they've done movies together so I'm not um, normally in like the Hollywood like I don't really normally care but I just feel like Adam Sandler's like an uncle of mine <laughs> oh my gosh I love that <laughs> yeah yeah, I just admire him, but um, I would probably say Big Daddy was one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. That one's super cute. Yeah, that one made me cry, too, but... Yeah. Because I felt like that one was, like, more mature. I feel like that was one of his first, like, coming out of the 90s, and he was like, oh, this one's kind of like a... I have a parenting role. Like, this is interesting and different. Yes, and I think that's what kind of, like... Yeah, I like the more mature Adam Sandler. I do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I do have high praise for Murder Mystery, the one that was on um, Netflix with him and Jen Aniston. Um, But I always am down for, like, a murder mystery. Like, Knives Out, that movie that came out last year was really good. I don't know if you've seen it. So good. So good. All right, there you go, listeners. There's our movie recs for today. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. You have some extra time. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Allie, I have another hot seat question for you too. Okay. Um, what is your favorite plant? Oh, wait. I just realized that like, I mean, a flower is a plant, right? Question mark. Yeah. yeah. Are they different? I need some, hold on. I have to define plant here. What even, I will tell you that my favorite, um, flower plant, um, is a sunflower. Ooh. Because. Here we go. A living organism of the kind exemplified by trees, shrubs, her, her herbs, grasses, ferns, and mosses, typically growing in a permanent site, absorbing water and inorganic substances through oh, roots. So a flower isn't a plant, technically? That's, yeah. 
Hmm. Okay. Well, what's your favorite flower? Can we start there? Because okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. My throat is not clear today. Um. <laughs> so I really like Hawaiian gardenias. It's Ooh. like my new favorite flower. Um, because it mixes like the gardenia that I love with Hawaii that I love. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but then I've also been a huge fan of hydrangeas too. Love hydrangeas. Ooh, pretty. Yeah. Pretty, pretty. Um, We actually, um, so we have a garden and last year in the garden, we put sunflowers in there. So we didn't like replant any sunflowers and I tried really hard to like till and get the garden ready for like vegetables we have a vegetable garden this year well two or three of the sunflowers from last year just came protruding out of my vegetable garden and I was like guys this is not you're taking up all the sunlight for my vegetables like this is not okay so Jason transplanted this sunflower this beast of a sunflower to the like another part in our backyard that gets less sun and it was so wilted I was like I, my dad was over and I was like, can you come look at how sad, like, I was just so sad for the sunflower. I'm like, this is the saddest thing I've ever seen. But then thankfully we like got a lot of rain and now it's doing much better. But there was this experience that I went through. I was like sad for it and now it's doing better. So that's my sunflower story. I love that story. You know, sunflowers are very hard to grow. I fit from my personal experience because we tried to plant some last year in our garden and they were eaten within two hours. By like Whoa. bunnies or squirrels or whatever. So <clears throat> I give you props that you were able to produce some, you know? Thank you. Yeah. And so I, I wanted more. I, I found a few pockets in our backyard. Our backyard's pretty green. Like there's a lot of like weeds and like just stuff that, you know, the previous owner planted that comes up that you don't even know is there, blah, blah, blah. So I, po- I planted sunflowers in like three different spots. So I'm interested to like see where the best, so far the garden is where most of the sun is. So I want to find another spot, but thanks. Yeah. I, our garden, I don't know the, the soil over there is like wild, fantastic and like anything will pop out of it. So that's so satisfying. <laughs> when yeah, that's the was, case. Heck yeah. It was real good. Um, that. Well, we can leave it there. We can save the plant one for another day because thanks. Yeah. I don't have an yeah. answer. For that. <laughs> <laughs> now that nope. we know that flowers are different from plants, which who mm-hmm. knew? Yeah. Not us. Um, well, listeners, today we um, are taking a little break from our typical interviews that we've been doing, um, which we will touch more on that towards the end of the episode. But today we just wanted to do a little check-in with you, um, just give you some updates and maybe just chat a little bit about what God's been teaching us lately. Um, Allie and I are always just talking on this podcast about how our personal relationship with God is just always evolving, always growing. It's a, it's a relationship. It, it looks different every day. There's um, different like conversations being had and things being learned and experiences um, that we're going through. And so we just wanted to touch base on our own walks today, hoping that it can bring some encouragement to you all. Um, and like we said, we recognize that um, it's just a journey. No one's arrived anywhere. We're all in this together. And so if this can be, um, hopeful to any of you going through your own journeys with God, um, that's what we're, we're hoping to bring to you today. So, yeah, 
Amen to all of that. I yeah. loved it. Yeah. So, so Allie, like, let's start with you. Like, and we can even just lump this all together. What's been going on in your life lately slash what has God been teaching you? Okay. Okay. Um, I haven't drawn the parallel for uh, what happened last night to what God is teaching me, but I have to tell you this story. Um, I was thinking about it since it happened last night. And you said, when you were saying, now we know what plants are, who knew? I realized that this is a who knew, you know, the whatever we used to call like life hacks, right? Like that was a segment we had for a minute. Um, So I'm watching, um, Jason and I have been watching Community on Netflix. Great show. Highly recommend. We're big Dan Harmon fans. So um, watching a show and a tiny little spider like creeps down from the ceiling and like tries and I see it and I'm like, come on, little guy. So I like, I just grabbed like the thread that it's coming down on and like, kill it because it's tiny and like that's just what I do when I see a spider I don't know are you the same way how do you feel about spiders yeah I kill them if they're in the house 100 okay. yeah. percent. <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so that's one and then um I think at one point there was another one crawling on my shoulder and so I was like come on no 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 and then so Jason falls asleep watching community and I'm like, okay, like I'm just, you know, Netflix, it it, it automatically prompts the next one. So I was like, that's fine. We're going to watch this. Well, then another spider creeps down from the ceiling and I'm like, okay, what is going on here? Okay. What? So I look up and there are many tiny spiders on the ceiling. Like, mm -hmm, yeah. And so at this point I want to scream and wake Jason up, but I don't. So I like pause the TV show and I'm like, okay. So Jason like wakes up, thankfully. And I like get all up in his face. I'm like, hi, I was about to scream and wake you up, but I need you to know he's like asleep and then wakes up and I'm in his face. And I'm like, hello, like a crazy person. I need to tell you about all, like, uh, we have many tiny spiders on the ceiling. Like they must've just hatched and here they are now. And this is not okay. It's really not okay. And so it's like, midnight or 1130 or whatever and I'm having some kind of psychobilly freak out as my friend MJ used to call it where I'm just like (laughs) uh freaking out and it's late and I'm probably overtired at one point um I started crying like it was just this moment it was just this wild wild moment but so I googled it I'm like how do you get rid of tiny spiders on the ceiling and it says use two-sided tape and I'm like oh my gosh that's a genius so you just like put it up there and then they like walk over it and that's how you get rid of tiny spiders on the ceiling. What? Yeah. Well, it's actually genius because I mean, otherwise, how would you get rid of them? So they were all, so you put it on the ceiling and then they all just got stuck to it? That is what should have happened. However, we don't have two-sided tape. So um, I just took tape and like made a circle with it and then tried to like stretch it as thin as I could on the ceiling and it still wasn't really working so and then we went to bed I mean Jason I got I did end up getting in the shower just because I felt gross and needed a shower anyway so Jason put up like this barrier because I was like freaking out I'm like they can't come into our room (laughs) like that's not okay so he made this barrier from the living room like into our hallway so um we'll probably pick up some two-sided tape today um, but yeah, I just felt like I really needed to share that with the people that 
two-sided table to take care <laughs> of tiny spiders on the ceiling. I mean, that's a really good tip, but also just I'm mind blown about that experience because <laughs> yeah. I imagine I would be freaking out as well. <laughs> just yeah, like it, yeah. A plethora of spiders. Yeah, yeah. Yep. They were tiny. Jason's like, they're microscopic. And we yeah. talked about it again this morning and he's like, I'm going to need you to stop staring at the ceiling. And I'm like... <laughs> Ooh, there's so many. Well, it's I the mean, joys of home ownership too. I mean, there's something new to yeah. learn every day. I swear, because like something, so you're right. Something like that will happen, and it's like, what do you do? Right. Yeah. Exactly. No parents and... to take care of it. We, you know, we're the adults now. <laughs> right. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. So, um, yep. Tiny spiders on my ceiling. Um, in other news, moving away from that, um, I, we purchased a, a mountain bike for me like um not this past Thursday a couple Thursdays ago let's just put it that way and we've really been enjoying going mountain biking and just going for bike rides um so that's been just a joy to my heart not even really something I knew that I like doing I think Jason had it on his we met on Christian Mingle so um on his like Christian Mingle profile that he liked mountain biking because he had done it in college and a little bit after college and stuff like that. So, um, when we were doing, when we were riding, um, up at Dequinder and like 23 mile road, um, I think it's, uh, what is it? River to, I can't remember what it's called up there. My grandma's, my nana's going to be like, uh, duh. But, uh, when we were riding, I was like following Jason and I had this moment of just like, God being like, this is what it's like. Like, I'm just following Jason. I can't see the path in front of him, but I can see him. And it's like a tiny path, right? Like you're on this bike, there's trees all around you. And I'm kind of like mimicking his moves. Like if he, you know, he's shifting the gears a different way and he's calling back to me because I haven't done it very long. So he's like, right thumb, shift down, blah, blah, blah. Like teaching me the gears and uh, just like riding through. And then there was like this part, uh, with all the trees all around us, there was like the sun shining through and like, I don't know, I had this moment where I'm like, you can't always like see the light, but you know, it's there and it's not shining on you, but it's around you. And I don't know, like just this weird path following obedience, you know what I mean? Like moment that was just kind of beautiful. Oh, I love that. It reminds me a lot of um, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not in your own understanding. And always acknowledge yeah. him and he'll make your path straight. It reminds yeah. me of that. Yeah. That's exactly I love that it. picture. But I love that God gave you that picture because it is so true. It's like you don't always see where you're going, but you see him. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. all you need. Yeah, that's that's it. That's it for sure. Um, and then I think is like an overall that's kind of been this theme of like trust that I've been working on. And I I kind of roll my eyes when people say they're working on trusting God, but um, that's just my own, I think that's just my own tiff with it. I think, I think trust is like a do or don't thing. I don't, I, I don't know that it's something that, um, I don't know. That's not really, I don't really need to get on that soapbox right now, but um, I just finished um, these journals called write the word and I finished my first one and it was on cultivating hope and the subtitle is get still and reflect. So it's like probably 150 pages. I don't know if I've talked about it before, but um, so it's just like two journal pages. The top left 
asks, you know, you write what day it is, what you're grateful for. And then there's like a scripture. So Psalm 16, seven through 11. So you write that out. And then on the right side of the page, you write about like what's on your heart for today. Um, it, it can be about the scripture or anything else going on. And then you write the word, like your word for the day. So, you know, it's funny because this journal I just finished, I started at the beginning of the year. So it took me about six months to finish it, but um, the word on the front is hope. So it's funny to like look through all the words of the day. There's like still, rest, forgiveness, refuge, strength, follow. Just like these little things that I, you know, put as like a title on that day or whatever. So I just finished hope um, the end of June and I started faith um, the beginning of July. So I'm kind of excited to see what that looks like with this idea of like following and obedience and um, faith and trust and kind of just how all that works when things aren't going the way you think they would. So, um, and I, I'm going to read this scripture, the, uh, the last um, scripture reading or writing, I guess, for the hope one that I did on July 5th. It's Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now, faith, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. And I loved that it's talking about what faith is at the end of the hope book. Like, faith and hope are so connected, and I like that I'm going to be journaling and thinking through faith and having a deep faith and a deep trust and things like that coming off of, like, this idea of hope and the connection between those two. So I don't know if that's, that all makes sense, but that's kind of like where I'm at and where I think I'm going. So. Yeah, it does. Thank you. Thanks for sharing all that. And I think um, it, it kind of reminds me too of the fact that like, I don't know when we are disobedient to the Lord, which man, that's like all of us at, you know, different times in our lives, right? Like we're never perfectly obedient. And um, I think when we're disobedient, that's stemming from a lack of faith or a lack of trust. It's like, we're not looking to God to fulfill. We're looking to other things that ultimately lead us astray from him to fulfill. And Mm -hmm. so I think um, it's exactly what you said. Like, I love that you're diving into hope and faith and what those mean because they're so monumental to our obedience to God and us following him kind of like the picture you painted with like Jason and you on the path like we can't do that without faith um Mm -hmm. and trusting and stuff so I think that God can always take us deeper in those concepts too yeah yeah and I think just when you think you're like oh I've got this I know it like you're really only scratching the surface like I think that's the beauty of like Christianity and and knowing God is like we're like you said we're never there we're always there's always something to learn and grow in so I think that's great Mm-hmm. yeah um so what about you what's been going on what's God teaching you fill us in Okay. Um, yeah. When we talked about, um, sharing this, I was like, where do I start? (laughs) It's hard to put it into words. Um, I will say, and I'm not going to get too much into this because eventually maybe Allie and I will talk about this, but I did watch a documentary this week and it was kind of like, um, you know how sometimes you feel just kind of stale or stagnant in like what you're reading or your prayer times or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I watched this documentary and then I was like 
fired up. I was like, mm. oh yeah, like, Lord, I want to talk to you about this or I want to look this up, whatever. So um, I forget what it was called. Oh, it's called um, American Gospel on Netflix. And I'm again, like I said, I'm not going to get too into it because I don't even know my thoughts on it right now. Um, yeah. But there was one thing that really stuck out to me that I've kind of been chewing on. And it was um, just talking about how we live in a society where there's a lot of like 10 tips for staying pure or like 10 ways to be loving to your neighbor. Like we have a lot of these like practical um, applications that we can like cling on to for how to be a better person or be a better Christian. There's a lot of, I mean, we're in like a self help movement in society right now. Wouldn't you say we're like, yeah. people are all into like growing and changing like strong, like strong is the new beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong. I think that's awesome. I'm not like, again, you, we've done that on this podcast, you know, right. Like, yeah. But I think I got a little convicted even a little bit because they made a point where it was like, yeah, those things aren't bad. But at the end of the day, you don't need 10 tips for staying pure. You need Jesus. Like mm. you just need, you don't need a list of, of practical applications. You just need a person. Mm. And mm -hmm. I just got, I was like so melted by that almost because I was like, yeah, you know, like I'm not, I just felt convicted. I was like, I don't even want to go on a podcast and give like 10 ways to X, Y, Z. I want, I just want to talk about Jesus and right. what he did for us and his sacrifice because that is what transforms us. That's what changes us. Um, engaging in the Holy Spirit every day is what moves us to change. Um, his kindness is what leads us to repentance. It's not all these other things that we stack up on top of the message of Christianity. Um, right. And so anyway, I guess this documentary just really kind of like prompted my heart to like really just like refocus on that. Um, and I thought that was really good. And so it's just something I've been like, I don't know, chewing on this week. And mm -hmm. um, so that's one thing. And then there's a couple other things I've been learning too. I think overall, um, just this time of quarantine, um, which we're kind of out of now, I guess, where, you know, <laughs> things are reopening and we're kind of going back to hanging out in smaller crowds and gatherings and stuff, which is great. I love that. Mm -hmm. Um but I think the time, you know, March and April timeframe, May, whatever, I think really taught me a lot about um, just the need for rest, the need for space. And I really have been conscious about not refilling my schedule to the level it was filled before. Um, and I've just been really trying to ease back into, you know, my schedule <laughs> and, mm -hmm. um, I think it actually has felt a little bit easier to put boundaries in place. And um, I, cause I, th I think what I learned a lot about was like, I don't have to have every minute of my week planned out. And in right. fact, it's actually good to have space for God to move in organic ways in my week. Um, 
And I think it's good for me and it's good for even what the Holy Spirit can do in and through my life. And I think beforehand, if I didn't have like all these ministry events scheduled or a small group here or this here, I just felt like I wasn't doing enough. Right. And God has shown me that when I remove all of those things, he still will bring someone who texts me about God or like, Mm -hmm. um, a family member and we'll have a phone call and we'll talk about Jesus. You know, like there's so many things that can pop up when I'm not busy and I don't have a full schedule. And I just have been more mindful of that. And, um, I think with that, I've been better at creating some boundaries. So hello, going back to our boundaries episode, yeah, which is one of our first episodes. I think it was one of the first 10 even. So if you haven't listened to it, I think it's a really good episode. Um, but I've been just learning more about boundaries and I think I've been getting a lot better. Even since we recorded our episode, mm-hmm. I've seen a ton of growth, like where I'm actually able now to say, if someone asks me to do something or put something on the calendar, I'm able to say, you know what? I would love nothing more than to do that. But right now I can't commit to that. Are you mm-hmm. okay if I get back to you? And I don't feel yeah. guilty about saying that anymore. That's something that would have been really hard for me to say in the past. Um, and now I'm just way more confident of like, you know what? I don't have to do that. Um, I would love to, but I can't commit and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've seen a lot of growth in myself and I think coming alongside of that, I think I've been able to accept other people's boundaries better too, because I understand they're not coming at it with, you know, any sort of ill intention. It's just, you know. I respect other people's boundaries better when I respect my own boundaries too. Wow. That's good. So I think that's everything I've been learning. Um, uh, I guess one last thing, and this is just kind of more of a spiritual thing, but um, it's been on my heart a lot lately that we can always return back to God. Mm. Um, I think just listening through even Christina's story last week, um, you know, I was just so reminded of that. And like, even like thinking through my own story and even just little conversations I've had this week with some people in my life, it's just really been on my heart to share that. Like we can always return back to God. He -hmm. will never, um, say that we're too far gone. We're too damaged. We've gone too far. Like he will always take us back. And I think, um, there's just, um, I know there's like, it's hard sometimes to return back to him for a lot of different reasons, um, but it's possible. And there was a verse that um, my friend Kirsten shared on her Instagram yesterday. It's Isaiah thirty fifteen. It says, in returning and rest, you shall be saved. In quietness and confidence shall be your strength. Mm. And I just really love that because like we can always return to him and Mm -hmm. we'll find rest we'll find quietness and confidence in that um so if anyone needed to hear that today I just wanted to remind you with that because it's really been on my heart I love it that's so good it reminds me too of like the prodigal son like not only can you return but like the father is waiting with open arms to run and embrace you and you know like there's only goodness there when you do. And if you do return, like you'll be greeted with like a warm embrace. 
Yeah. And it's not always comfortable, right? Like being confronted with our sin and our mistakes and um, our brokenness, like it, it, I mean, just being honest, it, it sucks sometimes to admit the things we've done or even just be aware of them. Like it hurts, but there's healing in, in the repentance and there's healing Mm -hmm. in the returning and we're going to end up in a better state than we were before. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Your best days are still ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's good. Well, thanks for mentioning again, um, Christine, the story. I think that kind of segues into our last like segment, which is, um, you know, this, uh, series of interviews I think that we've been doing. Um, we're going to continue as, as best we can. And, uh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Like, we enjoy doing the interviews and we hope that you listeners um, are enjoying hearing them. And with that, we're curious if there's like anyone's story in particular you want to hear, like we'd love for you to like tell us and um, yeah, like, I don't know, Catherine, how do you want to express that? I don't know if I'm doing it justice. Yeah, no, you're doing a great job, but yeah, we, uh, I think we've just been finding a lot of value in these stories. Um, Yeah. Kind of like we've always been saying, but we just think there's such a value in sharing just people's stories with God because they're all different and yet Mm -hmm. they're all talking about the same Jesus. And I think anyone can be inspired from anyone's story. And so we want to keep doing it. If you have anyone in mind that you want to hear from, you want us to interview, um, let us know their name. You can DM us on Instagram. You can email us at wateredwednesdays at gmail.com. You can text one of us. Um, we do have, you know, people lined up that we want to talk to and interview ourselves. But if you have anyone in particular, we want to hear um, from you. So let us know. Mm-hmm. And we plan to keep those coming. Um, I think it's what's been really inspiring about doing it so far is that everyone's story is so unique that we kind of end up having a natural uh, angle, yeah. I guess. Angle is the wrong word, but like Top, like a topic. Yeah. yeah, there's like a natural, like unique topic that comes out of each interview. Um, and most of the time that's not really planned by us completely. It's just kind of just the way God. it goes. Yeah. <laughs> just God doing his God thing. Like it's good. Yeah. Cause everyone experiences something different and unique in their life that they can share. So I hope you continue listening. And, um, in the meantime, have a great week. We'll be back with the interview soon. Yep. And yep. Thanks for listening. <laughs> have a good week. Yay. Watered. Hello, everybody. Um, I forgot to mention this when Allie and I recorded, so I'm hopping back on real quick. But my due date is coming up here around the corner. Um, So we just wanted to mention real quick that if I do go into labor unexpectedly in the next couple weeks, which is entirely possible, we might be unable to record some episodes a little sooner than anticipated. So Um, We just wanted to let you know that that could be happening. Um, We do plan to have some episodes pre-recorded and ready to go so that we still have some content coming up for you in the next few weeks. Um, But if anything happens unexpectedly, then we will be taking a little bit of a break and 
once I do have the baby, we plan on taking a little bit of a hiatus as well. It won't be long, but just wanted to let you know, uh, be on the lookout for new episodes once I get back and we will try to keep you all updated. But just wanted to let you know in case you were looking for new episodes and you weren't seeing any, um, that is probably why. <laughs> so anyways, have a great rest of your week. Stay watered.